episode of Fat, Sexy, and Single Sisters Over 50. Okay, welcome to episode 10, ladies. Can you believe it? 10 episodes. Wow. We've had, um, you know, making some progress here, trying to share the words, our pearls of wisdom, (laughs) or maybe their (laughs) lack of (laughs) what not to do. (laughs) But anyway, tonight, our topic is going to be deal breakers and then probably meld into a few, like Cece recommended, some unusual requests because she clearly had something to share if she wanted to add that to the mix. So, but I thought we would start off in the dating world you know, there are certain deal breakers that every, every person may have. Um, and whether it's your own or the guys, I thought we'd share and expound a little bit on that. So Kate, let's open with you. Do you have something that maybe is a definite something you will not deal with um, other than married men? Because I'm pretty sure that none of us really want to deal with any married men. I know that I never would. You ladies? Oh, no. Yeah, nope. exactly. So don't worry about that. Um, but you have something in mind, any, anything that stands out, take it away, Kate. Oh, smoking for sure. Big one. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's easy. You know, I just, yeah, I, I don't smoke. So, and anybody that does smoke, I, I, I just, no. Disgusting. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cece, how about you? I agree with Kate on that one too. Um, let's see. Well, verbal abuse, uh, physical abuse. I'm talking about if you haven't really <laughs> met them yet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like if you've met them briefly, let's say. Chewing with your mouths open. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, the smoking thing. Okay. And because so much of the dating world is starting off on dating apps, that's kind of where my head is. Um, so like something that when I see somebody who has never been married, for me, that's a personal deal. Yeah. Deal breaker for me. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's just for me, I want them to have some kind of experience with that. Kate, you and I had a little chat about that last night. You want to kind of share that? Yeah. A little bit? yeah, because I think that you and I discussed that, discussed this, that somebody at our age that hasn't been married, it's just a red flag. And um, for one reason or another, why haven't they ha- gotten married? And if they haven't gotten married, have they had a long-term relationships that's over 10 years kind of thing? And if they haven't, that's just, for me, it's a red flag of, you know, some sort of commitment issues that they may have. And sure. um, so that's definitely a, a deal killer for, for me, I think. And, and a red flag. Yeah. What, what do you, you guys think? think? What, do you, what do you think if someone was married like 20 years ago, um, but has had like a series of relationships um, here and there, but no longer than two years apiece, maybe like Let's call it three, two years. That doesn't bother me. Really? No, because I feel like they just haven't met the right one. As long as they, even if they were married 20 years ago, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. They just haven't, maybe they haven't fully gotten over that person, or maybe they haven't met anybody who is worthy of it, or maybe they got screwed royally financially and they think I'm never going through that ever again because I don't ever want to lose my fortune. You know, what's, it took me, you know, 10 years to, to get it back. So I kind of get that, but I did read something and I can't recall what it was, but I think I read it today. Oh no, actually it was a profile and it was a guy who said, if you've been, his criteria was if you've been uh, divorced two times or more, I'm not the guy for you. I thought that was quite interesting. And I was like, two, I wouldn't say that to three. I would, I don't mind a guy being divorced twice. I would have a relationship with a guy, but a guy who's been divorced three times, there might be something going on there. (laughs) And I think, yeah, I think our buddy last week, Joel, um, I think he alluded to that. He was saying, you know, after three times, you have to ask yourself, okay, who's the dick here? And I I feel like he's onto something with that. So yeah, I'd say three or more is definitely a absolute note for me. My guy guy said the same thing. Okay. Three. Uh, I think he might say two, like uh, two. Wow. But to have a relationship now, if you're looking to get married again, that's a different story. I don't know. I, you know what? I I think Cece to answer your question, I think that's a red flag. I mean, yeah. if he was he was married for twenty years, and yeah. and let's say it's been another what did you say another ten or twenty years, and he's had a series of two to three year relationships. I just I feel like it's just a red flag, you know? Yeah, 
non-commitment uh, issues? Something. Some, something's going on, whatever it is. Right. Um, it's just a red flag. Hi, Cece's uh, just joining now. <laughs> we had a mic. I was a wondering mic why, and and I, that's why I said, "Can you hear her?" Cece might have to go soon. No, Cece. Cece can tell her friend. Oh, never mind. Oh, uh, canceled. Yes. How's that? Uh, not sure. Okay. Oh well. Good timing. Okay. Shoot. At this point, we well, could then all you're uh, you're all ours. That's right. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Maybe that's worth sharing. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So okay. So the marriage thing is for sure um, something that is not um, not up for grabs. You know, if it's something that you're looking to do, you know, and somebody's had it too many times. I'm sure there's a lot of men and women out there who have been married four and five times, which is kind of crazy. I can't even imagine going through the process. Two times is a lot. Um, I've only been through it once and I don't think I'll ever go through it again. But, you know, I my arm could be twisted for a second time, but third, fourth, fifth. No, thank you. That's not for me. But um, okay. So, so, okay. That's the marriage thing. And that was something that stood out to me. Some of the deal breakers I have are when a guy is like so beyond obsessed with fitness. So I'd like a guy to be in good shape. But if he's all about like constant building muscle and he's carrying vitamin tablets in his pocket and has a, a shot in his car that he has to have after the gym. I mean, if he can't like, you know, relax for a day or two out of the week and that's, you know, that that's great. I want him to be in shape and stuff, but I don't want him to live around it. I don't want him to plan his day and life around it. I like guys who are a little bit more relaxed than that. That's for me personally. I know a lot of people who are super fitness oriented that maybe they need that high, you know, um, drive or whatever you want to call it, that, that persistent diligence to strive for a perfect body. But that's just not, I feel like if a guy is striving for that, he's going to expect that from me and I'm never going to meet his criteria and maybe he'll be critical, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, see, I didn't, I'm just the opposite. Yeah, you yeah, want somebody I'm, who really wants that. Okay. Yeah. I'm into that's fitness. Fair. So I think I definitely want somebody that's driven, um, Fitness wise, it's going to the gym. I, I want that that for a partner of mine because we push each other. And I feel right. like it's just not um, somebody going to the gym. It's not just about going to the gym. It also shows me dedication, right? And having a dedication to something. So mm -hmm. if they're going to be dedicated to going to the gym, they're going to be dedicated to other things in their life. Is my okay? Life. Good point. Now for sure, I, I'm talking about exceeding that. Like I want a guy who works out, but he doesn't have to work out more than three to five times a week for me. That's just me personally. So but is that really worth a deal breaker? Mm, yeah, because I didn't. There was somebody I was talking to, and he kind of checked off a lot of the boxes, but he's so into fitness and he's almost obsessed with it. And that almost turned me off because I was, he's like, yeah, and I'm not dating anybody who doesn't take care of their body. And I'm like, well, to what degree? He's like, I mean, if they're not working out every day, like I am, then and that's, you know, a deal breaker. And I'm thinking, I, I said every day, like seven days a week, or you mean five days? And he's like, no, six or seven days. I mean, maybe a day off. And I'm thinking, if you have that criteria on a woman, <laughs> then I'm definitely not the person because there are going to be weeks that I'll work out zero times a week, or maybe it'll be three, or maybe it'll be five. And with the coronavirus, you know, especially, I feel like most of us are doing a lot less than we were doing, obviously. But I'm motivated to do three to five times, but I don't feel the need to ever do more than five. Um, I mean, sometimes I might, you know, just depends. But anyway, if that was a deal breaker to him, it's a deal breaker to me. So, um, you know, with, what about guys who don't eat the same foods? Well, I know I have one friend, especially, um, that was involved with a vegan and she, she was like, I can't do it. I mean, I can't do it. It's, it doesn't. Yeah. I, that was me too. I told you I had a date with a vegan and that is not, that's not the diet for me. I'm a meat and potatoes and give me all the seafood. I mean, I, I want to eat what I want to eat. Um, how about you, Kate? I, I haven't come across it yet, so okay. I, I really couldn't tell you a real answer. For, for me, I would say wouldn't bother me, but 
Uh, Like I said, I haven't come across it yet to actually experience it. So who knows? Okay. All right. I mean, and there's probably like a million other little idiosyncrasies or preferences, if you will, like, you know, smells or scents. So, so let's address, let's say, um, let's say a deal breaker was, you know, somebody's, I don't want to say hygiene, but you know, maybe their scent or um, something they did personally to themselves that you didn't like. Maybe they have longer hair than you wish uh, or, you know, a certain type of shavings routine or something. Maybe they didn't shave anything. I mean, we, we brushed on this a little bit, but okay. So how do you confront something like that? And Kate, have you ever experienced something where you had to actually tell a guy, Hey, this is, you know, uh, maybe even if it's not a full deal breaker, but it would be a deal breaker if it was something they didn't change about themselves, whether it's physically or mentally or way they talked or something like that. You have anything like that that comes to mind? Well, I, I don't, I really believe that you don't change somebody. Right. So, um, my, my feeling on that is, you know, if that, that's who they are and if it's a scent, you know, or anything like that, that's them. I'm not going to change them. So, but most likely, if it's if it is those things, I'm probably not going to be with them anyway. Um, right, you probably know it early on. Yeah, but if you know it early on, like um, Cece, yes, is there anything that comes to mind when you have? Because I have a couple things going through my mind, but um, I always do <laughs> since I'm leading this. What, what kinds of things have you come across where you're like, oh, that's not happening? Like we talked about fetish, okay? Um, that guy who, that was definitely going to be a de- deal breaker because that was what his scene was. He was into, you know, I guess sharing or caring or watching or viewing or partaking or whatever it was. So um, what do you have to add to that? Well, no, this was a funny story. So he he knew that, you know, I'm into fitness too. So he's like, listen, I know you're really into fitness, but I have this thing. He said, he said, "Oh no, I really like the smell of uh, cigarettes on a woman's oh. breath. Oh. Would you mind, you know, smoking a cigarette?" Yeah, he no. wanted you to smoke. Yeah, I'm like, no, sorry. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> really? so weird. Was that yep. fetish? Yep. Oh <gasps> wow, so he's still into that smell. I I don't know. I haven't. Don't know. I'm not. I haven't been with them. So Cece shared with me a little earlier that she has a friend who, well, let's just say it's somebody. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> she brought something into uh, to show me, and it was take it away, Cece. Oh, it was undies, so <laughs> the so, triangular kind, granny panties, as I would call them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. supposed to be like sporty, a little lower, but. Uh, they're not high, thank not God. Not super high, but, but they were a full, tri- full, they back. were equal tri- triangles in the front and back. So, so they were definitely granny panties, you know. Okay. In this day and age. In this day. Yeah. yeah. So that's his thing. He just likes, he likes that. So I asked why. I said, so why would he not want a thong? I mean, I get the G string because that's not necessarily an allure to everybody. And I even, you know. Or maybe they prefer a G-string over a thong because a thong is wider. And ladies, if you're not wearing thongs, then I, I want to say God bless you, but um, <laughs> I can't even imagine having panty lines at this day and age. I mean, it's been 20 years really since they were not labeled as taboo where you're actually buying them for your, you know, young teen daughters. Well, maybe not that, that much, but, um, but, uh, but they're not taboo. They're pretty normal because we don't want panty lines and you get used to them, you know, pretty much after. I think it took me a week back in my whatever 20s or whenever I started wearing them because they really weren't that popular before then. So, uh, Cece, so what did, um, what made him interested in the he granny panty? He was a younger fellow. His uh, friend's mom, he saw his friend's mom in, in them and I guess he thought she was a pretty mom. <laughs> and so, oh, um, wait, he didn't sleep with the mom, did he? No. Not no, Mrs. Robinson. No, no, no. All right. No. You say so. Okay. All right. Well, that's um, a first. <laughs> a first that he didn't sleep with the mom? Well, the first thing I heard of, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I've never heard of a guy preferring that either. Cece, when she has an activity, she actually, what, changes at bedtime or something? Yeah. Like if I'm wearing tight jeans, I'm not putting those things on. <laughs> When I go out, he actually bought her some. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so she has wow. her own supply of of panties for just for him. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you say you do? You go into the 
into the bathroom and then you change yeah, right before well, bed? When, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't necessarily, like, doesn't yeah. matter where it changes. Doesn't matter where, right. Yeah. So he just likes you to wear those to bed. And that's a very interesting little hang up. And yeah, that's pretty much what we're talking about is, I guess, hang ups. Um, so um, what about, see, I'm a thing about smells. So if a guy doesn't smell like, oh, I think I addressed this on one of the other podcasts, but like his cologne, you know, um, but let's say body odor. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't mind that. And guys seem to almost kind of like that. I don't know. Do you guys run into that? Or is it just the guys I'm dating or used to date? Cause I hardly date anymore with coronavirus. How about it? I think, yeah, body odor is definitely a turn off for sure. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guys don't seem to mind it. It's like they want you to sweat. And like my former husband used to say, I like when you sweat because you don't, you don't smell like an odor. You just smell like, you know, you or whatever. And, and he's right at, you know, cause I, I don't really get that, that nervous smell, sweat kind of scent. I mean, not to be graphic, but, um, but it does make a difference. But I think guys, I, the hygiene is a big deal, like, especially downtown there. And if I have to tell <laughs> them, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want any sweaty balls in my, you know, but Kate, didn't you say that you got, you could, you know, that wasn't an issue. Like after the gym, you, you don't care if you're all sweaty and all that stuff that you, yeah, you doesn't do that. matter. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I couldn't brave that one, but see, yeah. that's the thing. Everybody's different and there's nothing wrong with it. I was just kind of curious. Well, so my sense of, my sense of smell is bad to begin with. So that might help. <laughs> oh, it probably definitely does. Cause mine is so strong. I hate it. I wish it wasn't. CC has to go. I didn't think you were, but, but didn't you have one more thing you were going to mention about what remind well, me? You said you had some other deal breakers or you, unusual requests. Okay. So you had the smoking and then we had the granny panties. What about you, Kate? Have you had any other unusual requests or things that you're like, um, what? Any kind of oh wow! Oh, wait, I did have videos. You know, I did, oh no, I did have a request. Oh, I this is a funny story. Okay, so, tell. I, I I think I told you this. I might have. So, um, but I'm, obviously, I don't think I've told the story on the show. I um I was talking texting with this guy, and um, he he says, oh, you know, we should meet. And I said, okay, great. And so we set up a time and all in a place where we're gonna meet. And then he um, texts me like probably three or minutes so after we had set the time and the date. And he says, "I got to ask you a question." And I said, "Okay." Oh, and and this is all by a tech. And uh-huh. and so and he basically, long story short, he asked me how I feel about nail polish. Mm. And then I write him back, "Well, nail polish on men." And <laughs> he writes back, no. "Yes." And oh God! So long story short, oh no, he wear he wears nail polish on no. his nose. Okay, then, now deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it was a deal killer. I was like, um, no, I need a manly man. And oh, yeah. blue and he had blue nail polish on his toes, he said. I said, no. And if I had, uh, I think I might have shown you a picture of him. He was a manly man and a very attractive man. So oh to, my the, God. To, to my to the shock that I had basically was like, I can't believe this very attractive man is wearing blue nail polish on his toes. Oh. And he, he, and he was like, is that really going to be a deal killer for you? And I said, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. because yeah. here's the thing, ladies, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that's Pandora's oh box right there. Like, Why isn't a deal killer for him? I got to go ladies. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, oh all God. right. That's hilarious. No, oh, I know. Okay. Bye CC. Okay. Wait. So, so wait, did you actually meet with him? With blue, we'll call them blue toes. No, no, no. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, at least he let you know ahead of time. Could you imagine seeing that like in bed? Okay, you, you know, you guys get along, you have sex, and you look down and you see blue toenails. Could you imagine? I mean, how do you even respond to something? Oh, I would lose my mind. Yeah, no, that's a big deal. Now, what was, did he explain why he did that? Um, no, he explained something and I can't remember uh, right now, yeah. my head, but he definitely, he's been doing it for a while. Uh, uh, I do remember that. And like his ex-girlfriend was like picking out colors for him oh and, Lord. He, and I was like, um, yeah, no, that's not very manly. And I oh, said, yeah. I said, I don't need to go to the beach and you know, <laughs> you know, you guys show up or the whole gang show up basically and have to. <laughs> 
this guy like this guy no. blue nail polish oh no you know? oh so- incredibly embarrassing and humiliating mm-hmm. Oh, no. no. Yeah, I'm with you. 100%. In fact, it, that kind of brings up um, when I was going through some of these dating profiles um, on on several of the different apps, you know, every once in a while, you you come across somebody who's like, you know, their name is, is, you know, Pat, and it's a man in women's clothing. And they're there, they're looking for women. And I'm thinking, what woman wants a man who cross-dresses? Now, I don't know what that fetish is, and I'm not insulting what they're doing. Um, but why would you try and pick up a woman in those types of clothes? Wouldn't that be something that, I mean, that's like saying a woman wants to be with somebody, if she's a, if she's a lesbian or whatever, then wouldn't she be looking at real women who actually look way better in women's clothes? I mean, it just didn't make any sense that, you know, they want, and I appreciate that they're trying to be you know, candid up front. That's super. But I can't imagine. I, I think I would put regular pictures of myself first if I were a guy. So that's my tip. I mean, at least put that out there and then maybe at least lure the woman in and then you can ask them, hey, you know, I do this on occasion or if they do it all the time, you know, that you should definitely mention it before the date like you like blue toes did. But have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. But in, and let me just explain that situation to you. So, so you get an idea of what's happening there. Okay. Uh, this is what I believe is happening in that situation. So, you know, obviously, you have a guy that's dressing in women's clothing. And yeah. so he's looking for a woman because he's right. still attracted to women. So he's hoping that this woman is possibly bi or a lesbian. And she's you know, still wants to basically find it, find, you know, someone with a dick basically still. Okay. So, you know, I think that's pretty much it. But do you think they do it all the time? Because like in the one profile and the reason I reference this one is it's kind of, I hate to say it, but I did, I screenshot it and I keep it as kind of like on my phone as a reference when some of the guys I date, or if I meet them on an app and they say, um, oh, I bet you meet a lot of guys. I'm like, well, here's some examples. <laughs> I'll send yeah. one to you know? And I'm like, and they're like, oh yeah, we have that too. And I said, really? And I'm like, you have women dressed up in men's clothes? And they're like, no, we have men dressed up in, as women. Like that person would be on ours too. And I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. I guess they're looking at both genders Could or be. something. I don't know. I, I just, I don't get it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that is a different kind of maybe, I don't want to say look for your own kind because I, I don't know. And I'm not trying to be insulting in any way, shape or form. I just don't, I don't understand it. And what I don't understand, my ignorance has to take over. So I'm just like in awe of their humble or whatever it is, um, pride or something, because I think you really have to be very confident to do something like that. Um, because there's always that chance that somebody's going to know you and it might be that office worker or your law firm partner or something like that. You know, you, you wonder. So I, I give them credit, you know, for having the tenacity and, um, to do it and the gumption. <laughs> But I, yeah, so that's a deal breaker for me. No cross dressers, um, no blue tail, blue uh, toes, or any other shade <laughs> except <Yeah>. flesh. <laughs> now, so if they had a, go ahead. a clear, if I, I was just going to say a clear one. Okay, I would, you know, and, and I'm okay with a man having a pedicure or manicure. I'm all yes. for it. Yes. You know, just don't put a color on it. Put a clear or no, none. They don't that's, need a clear. Yeah, they can get a buff to a shine. So yes. they still don't need a clear polish. So no. a clear polish is still too much for me personally, but they can definitely buff it to a shine if the, if they need to have that. Because okay. maybe they're just really, you know, those types of people are probably going to be super anal anyway, which is not my type. I don't like guys who are that meticulous. Um, I'm not into that metrosexual look. I like a little bit of ruggedness and a little rough around the edges as I was sharing with you last night. Um, but I, I don't see anything wrong with it. If they are, you know, well kept and stuff and they want to, you know, get a nice manicure and pedicure. Hey, come with me. Get a, I have no problem getting a pedicure with a guy, but no polish, please for them. <laughs> yeah. I have another, I have another thing that's a deal color for me. Okay. And tell me young kids and men with young kids. Oh yeah. 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 We, we talked on that briefly. You're right. And especially if you don't have any of your own. Now, if you had your own, do you think you'd be okay with that? No, no, because basically, you know, at my age, that means basically going back, if, let's say the kids are under 10. 
You know, right. that means that they're still going to baseball or ballet and all that 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 entails. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot at this point in my life that I, I've, I'm not at, in right now. Yeah. So, I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, think- not to restart. You, yeah. And I would say restart if you even, you know, had children. And in your case, you hadn't. But even I, who has, you know, um, that's, that's young, young kids won't work. Mine are grown. So, um, so for sure, I feel the same now, if they were like 16 or 17, I'm open to that. If they don't see them all the time, I am open to that because it's not going to last that long where, you know, they're going to be off to college or they're going to be on their own at some point, hopefully. (laughs) Um, it depends on. Yeah. And it's not just that, you know, that they're going to be off, you know, it's the, you know, what's going on in their kids' lives that are going to, um, you know, yeah, the dating, you know, right. if somebody has young kids, they probably have a custody agreement. Oh, that, yeah. You know, all right, two weeks on, one week on, one week off, you know, so right. then you know, all right, well, then that one week, there's a possibility you're not going to see, you know, the guy you're dating. So, right, right, I, right. I not have, to mention, I've, go ahead. No, no, no. It's just, you know, it's a different, you know, they're in a different place in the dating. Absolutely. Pool than I am. And they need to probably find somebody that's, you know, going to be more accommodating or has a, you know, a lifestyle that's, you know, with kids and, you know, and whatnot, that is much more similar to their life. So we're, you know, I don't have any kids. So, you know, if I want to go out on a Tuesday night and, you know, go have a couple drinks, you know, at the local restaurant, you know, with whoever I'm dating, I can do that. I don't have to, think about my kids or their, you know, so I don't want to think about somebody else's kids and their schedule in that way. So I want to find somebody that has, you know, something scheduled similar to mine. Right. And with guys over 50, there are going to be some out there that have children that are under, you know, 15 or whatever, and that's perfectly fine, but they might be a more ideal candidate for a younger woman, maybe somebody in their thirties who hasn't had children or can't have children, but wants them, that kind of thing. So in that case, I'm, I'm a okay with that. Cause usually I'm, I, I look, I kind of frown upon when I see dating profiles where a guy is like, uh, let's say he's 52. Um, you know, and I'm 54. So he's 52, yet he's looking for women who are between, you know, 30 and 40. And I think, you know, why, why do you do that? You know, that's not fair to the rest of us. And then I see that he has kids and I think, oh, I'm perfectly fine with him looking for somebody younger because that's who he should be with. Not somebody who's already been there, done that. Um, right. You know, there's very, I doubt there's too many women in their fifties who are interested in finding a guy with young children. That just sounds like way too much work, particularly if they've done it. Now, if they've never done it, maybe there's some out there. But, you know, the next young children in my life, I hope that they're going to be grandchildren and that we, I can hope on that in five or 10 years, not anytime soon, you know. <laughs> um, but I, it definitely happens um, where I feel badly because I feel like these poor guys are like, crap, you know. Here I'm back in the dating field again and, you know, it didn't work out with my wife, but I waited a long time to have kids and now here I am single with young kids and I, I want somebody in there. So I do feel badly for them. So, yep, go for the younger ones who are into that or maybe that have children also because I think that is actually a good mix. Um, I mm-hmm. met my husband. And one of the reasons that it worked out well for us is we both had, you know, toddlers <laughs> at the time. Um, I was single and he was um, uh, just about to be fully divorced. He was, you know, separated. So, um, so it was a good match for us. It was actually one of the things that brought us together that we could relate to each other, but it is hard to relate. I would imagine, you know, Kate, you haven't had kids. So just having kids in general, but older kids, I don't mind that, you know, I don't mind going to a high school graduation or, you know, especially if they don't have a good relationship with their mothers or, the mothers are estranged or whatever it may be because maybe they need a female role model. And that was something that my stepdaughter really needed from me. And unfortunately it was bad timing when we divorced, but the great news is I'm very close with her and I consider her a daughter as well. So, you know, not just like a stepdaughter, even though we're divorced, she's more like a second daughter, you know? So, um, so it can work. And, um, but that I understand how that can go. So yeah, so the children thing, and then if there's a guy who still wants kids, 
I'm like, well, obviously that's not happening. That ship has sailed for me. <laughs> but for some women, you know, menopause hasn't set in and sometimes it doesn't set in until their mid fifties or something. So they can conceivably can conceive. So it's not for me, but I wish Cece were here because she actually said that she was dating somebody and she said, look, you know, I still have my period every month. And she was, I think, 53 at the time. And he's like, well, I don't mind if you ever get pregnant, you know, we'll, we'll have, a, and I'm thinking, oh my word, I would never have a baby at that age, but that's me. That's not everybody. I mean, I think I ha everybody has a cutoff age, but you know, not to mention the health risks. So it's just, yeah. it's a different thing, but no, that's a good point you bring up is somebody with kids. Um, maybe, okay. So this is a, a silly one, maybe to some, but I like people to like the same kind of music. Like if they only listen to, for example, there's not very many music, um, genres that I'm not interested in, but one that I'm not keen on is like heavy metal and I'm okay with some classic rock. But for some reason, I've never liked the Beatles. Like that's never been my thing. I've just really? never liked the Beatles. There's maybe a few Paul McCartney songs I'm okay with and maybe even a Beatles song. But I would never say, oh my gosh, the Beatles, I love them. You know, all old school. No, I don't do that. Fleetwood Mac, Heart. Yeah, those types for sure. But I'm recently Wait. into country music. And so I'd like a guy to have similar interests in music. You know, he doesn't have to like everything I like. I don't need that. I like to you know, counterbalance. And maybe there's something he could introduce me to that I overlooked, but I'm not looking to relive my, my youth and listen to ACDC and, you know, Led Zeppelin, all that stuff. That just, no, I, for uh, me. They, then you shouldn't have been over at my house this week when I was playing all ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> the back in black. Okay. That's on oh, recording. No. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I think yeah, they did that did. back in black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I probably but, even had the T-shirt. <laughs> wait, but it, it's not a deal killer. You're not saying it, it, if somebody is a heavy metal listener, you know that. that you listen to it a lot, yeah. It's a deal, really? Uh huh. Yeah, because I can't, I can't do it in the car. And okay, so the only reason I say that one is I used to have a really, really, really hot neighbor, and. I, um, I mean, he was good looking and clean cut and he was one of those fitness buffs with the vitamins in his pocket. I, I would always say, I'm like, what are you putting in your pocket now? You know, and it, it's his supplements. And then he'd take his little green shot with him to the gym so he could have one before and one after. And I thought, I mean, I'm not looking to marry this guy, but I will hook up with him. He was just so lovely. And I was just about finalize my divorce. So I was ready, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't care what he's after. I just, I, I want one thing. You know, I was at that, in that place in my life and he's like, nope, until you're finally divorced, I, I can't. And I really respected that, but let me go back to the music. He was my neighbor. So every once in a while I'd hear his music and I thought, why is he listening? And it wasn't classic rock. So I could, I could deal with that. I, I'm sure I could. Um, I was over speaking, but it was like heavy. I forget what they call that headbanger or something banger. I don't know what it was, yeah. but it, it totally caught me off guard. I'm like, I never would have expected that from him. Like he was so clean cut and so fine and very meticulous. I mean, it just shocked me that. So then anyway, but he and I hung out as friends. I mean, we were flirty a little bit, but not, you know, nothing over the top or anything. So one time when I was over at his place, because we would get together for dinner like once a week on Monday nights, I think is what it was. I, I don't know. I We do a back massage here and there or whatever, but it was nothing. It was like, oh, I just so badly want to, you know, take care of this. But he, I really respected that he respected me enough. Um, but anyway, um, he pulled out his guitar <laughs> wow. and I was like, I don't know. I, that's not for me either. There's nothing wrong with it. But I was like, oh, please, I hope he doesn't do any of that headbanger music. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there like cringing with my hands and trying to hold my you know, face. And, and I thought, why am I like that? My gosh, this is a talent. And then I just quickly snapped back in and like, okay, listen, this is something that this guy, obviously, if he likes, and he's, I forget what song he just kind of started. With you. It was really good. Actually, yeah. what he did, I was like, okay, I am so glad you did that. I'm going to call him Mike. That's not even remotely his name, but anyway, but I was like, Mike, that just changed my whole opinion of you because usually I don't like 
like if a guy serenades me or plays music or whatever, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm uncomfortable with it, but he was really good. And I was really impressed. I said, so I'm, I'm really glad you did that. He's like, oh, I can show you all kinds of things. And he was actually one of the guys who um, the first handgun I ever um, actually felt in my hands was his because I was telling, I was, you know, going to get my, um, my CW, my concealed carry uh, permit, permit, my uh-huh. yeah, um, concealed weapons permit. I was like, why is it called CWP? Um, and he was saying, oh, you know, and he had a few things. So he let me feel, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I felt that before. So I didn't like freak out when it actually happened in the class, you know, but um, yeah, nice guy, but but that heavy music, and I told him, I said, you know, that that loud music you listen to, I said, it always surprised me. He said, oh, I just play that when I'm cleaning. I'm like, oh, okay, well, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. But he didn't usually. He said, no, if I'm playing that, that means I'm cleaning. I'm like, well, you clean a lot. There's that. Uh, so yeah, but really nice guy. So okay, so other deal breakers. Um, I don't. So when I see um a guy who's trying too hard or is already First of all, I don't know what I can trust, you know, in these dating profiles. So yeah, like on some dating profiles, you know, I like when guys are detailed, but sometimes I learn the the same way, you know, that others probably learn. Sometimes there's just too much detail and there's so many, and I'm thinking, oh my word, I, I can't even get through it all. It's a full novel on their profile, but, right. uh, but the deal breaker would be if they're over detailed or overly selective we don't need two overly selective people like, but then again, maybe that's what I should have is if somebody else is very particular, as long as we are looking to fulfill each other's needs and we complement each other. I think that's key. Well, you know, to your point of somebody that has so much detail in their profile, you know, while it's very nice to right. find those profiles because there's so many people on those dating apps, you know, have nothing. And, um, so it is nice when somebody actually fills out the profile and, and is very specific in what they're looking for, because it helps, you know, uh, us to figure out if this is somebody that you want to stop and swipe right on. Um, but it also, I like you, like you said, it, it, it basically says that this person's very meticulous and what else are they going to be very meticulous and particular about? You know, are they going to be, you know, so anal about everything in their life? You wonder. Right. So I think there's a balance that when you're filling out these profiles that um, men and women need to have, you know, if you can, you can give a little bit of information without giving the whole enchilada is probably the best way to go. So that yeah, way you don't yeah, just the basics. Yeah. Yeah. And Sometimes it's nice and refreshing not to have see anything sometimes, but um, yeah. Right. But I think it shows that if you are putting that length of, of detail into it, that you are serious about dating. So I, bravo true. to those guys that do put it in. Just don't give everything out there and make, yeah. it, and make it four paragraphs long. Doesn't right. need to be that way. So right, leave something to talk about during the first date. So yeah, and some things I see. Um, so for guys, um, I will tell you. I think I've mentioned this before. Um, deal breakers are for me to even respond to their interests on a dating profile is those stupid kissing lips or duck face or whatever you want to call it. That is such a turn off to me. Memes are a turn off to me. Why, what are you hiding? I mean, we've covered that before, but I, I feel like it's so important that, you know, guys understand that women are not going to respond to that. You could be hiding this amazing person, but we will never know that because it looks like you're hiding something. So, um, and if I see a, a guy who's always with women or only selfies, those types of things, I'm probably not going to respond to guys like that because, I, again, they have to have some friend or family member take one picture of them and also the old pictures. We Again, I'm reiterating some things from the dating profiles episode, but it is important, I think, if, in case somebody didn't listen to that one, I think men should know we're, you know, you got to be real and current and your picture should be less than three months old. I mean, if you have a picture that's a year or two old, that's fine, but put that in there. <laughs> you know, I like when guys do that where they actually label them and they'll put May 2019, you know, January 2020. 
that's all fine. As long as I know the timeline, because, you know, I don't want to meet somebody who looks totally different. And that's what I hear from guys um, that they often will um, encounter is that the women don't look, um, don't look a lot like their profile pictures. And I was like, really? I mean, you can be pretty daring to show up at a date and you don't look like what they're expecting. That's horrible. Did I ever tell you about that with one of the guys I met? Um, it was back when I was living in St. Pete. And let's just call the, the guy Henry. Um, so I don't think I mentioned this and this is a, it was pretty interesting. So this guy, I asked him, you know, how have your other dates gone? He said, well, there was this one. I thought it was really going to go somewhere. I mean, I took my dating profile and everything down. Wow. And I said, oh, wow. I mean, he said, but I hadn't met her yet. And I said, oh, wow. Hmm. <laughs> that was a, a ballsy move. He said, well, my wife had just died. And after a year, I decided, it's been one year to the day and I'm ready. I, I gave it the one year, you know, I, I didn't feel like it was appropriate for me to date right after. So I gave it a year and I just wanted some companionship. He said, and I met this woman, you know, she's, she looked very attractive and um, I, I didn't meet her in person, but we began talking on the phone and we kept talking and talking. He's like, to the point where I was like, look, you know, this is all great. We had these amazing conversations that got very personal I mean, it wasn't like they were having sex over the phone or anything, but they just really got to know each other. He said it was going on for almost two months. I'm like, two months and you didn't meet her? I'm like, well, shame on you, you know? Right. And he said, oh yeah, I learned a lesson then. That's why I wanted to meet you right away. And um, I said, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, so he said that, this is kind of funny. He went to, oh, he said, look, if we don't meet now, I'm opening up my profile again and you know, I'm going to have to just cut this off. I'm not going to talk to you. And she's like, oh no, please don't do that. She said, look, I've been a little apprehensive because I haven't been working out in the last month um, or two. And, you know, I had some, some medical issues, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing better now. And if you can just hang in there with me, he's like, well, it's fine. I don't really, you know, I don't care what you look like now. I've like, I'm so drawn to you. It, it matters so much less. He said, so she said, okay, you, you can, you can come over and I'll meet you. But, you know, I have, um, I'm in a secured building. She was in a high rise, um, in the city on the water, you know, lovely building. Um, and he said, I went to the building and, you know, she, she told me, you know, where to go. And I knocked on the door and I hear it's open and he opened the door. He's like, okay. He said, it's all dark inside. And he said, I called her name and I can't remember her name. So I'm going to make it up. I'm going to say Peggy. So he's like, Peggy? And it, she said, I'm sorry. I, I'm so embarrassed what I look like. He's like, okay, well, I, I need to see you. I didn't come here. I, I don't know who's here. I don't know what's going on. He said, I was a little nervous, but this is a That's bigger creepy. guy and he's very, very fit. So he's like, I mean, I can take care of myself, but I don't know if there's a guy with a machete behind the door. <laughs> so right. I'm like, look, you're going to have to turn on the light if you want me to, you know, if you want me to say, otherwise I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You know, this is crazy. I've never seen anything yeah, like this. I mean, here I've been married to the same woman for 27 years and now, you know, she's passed away and I'm right. You know, this is a, I'm like, is this what it's like in <laughs> the dating world? Can you imagine that being his first taste? I'm going to feel bad for the guy. Yeah. So she ends up turning on the light. She came out and she was massive. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like morbidly obese. Oh, yeah. She looked wow. nothing like her pictures. Yeah, I hadn't and been she said, in, in yeah. two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> centuries or two decades. So he's like, she said, I told you I don't look the way. He said, well, you did tell me that. You said you hadn't worked out in a couple months. She said, well, that's why I wanted to meet you. You're so fit. And I just know you can help me get into shape so that I can yes. look like the kind of woman that you want. So she basically wanted... He's like, what, like a trainer? You want me to like train you? And she said, would you? You know, oh I would goodness. do anything you want me to do to you. So she was basically eliciting sex for her to get, it was the strangest thing. He's like, yeah, that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for a relationship and you're starting off being dishonest with me. So this isn't yeah. going to work out, but you know, thanks for letting me meet you. And he said it was, and he said, and then I was like, I don't want to meet any of these women anymore. So oh, I was really? one of the first ones. Yeah. Can you imagine though? I mean, oh, my word. No, I would that's be, creepy. Yeah. It's really why you creepy. don't go to somebody's house also. I mean, in this yeah. day and age, there's public yeah. places. You don't need to meet at somebody's house. I mean, if you really feel like you know them or you've met them before, or maybe if you've Skyped or 
you know, FaceTimed or, you know, whatever, Zoom with them and you've seen them and you believe them, then that's one thing if you're going for a booty call. But even then, I still wouldn't go to somebody's house the first day unless we yeah. had a date first, you know. But how about that story? I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Very, yeah, it might very be a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, just a little deal breaker if you don't replace your photos. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I just, I felt so badly for him. And the word, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a connection with him. I love the story. I said, I've so enjoyed talking with, but I just didn't have chemistry with him. He wasn't for me, um, you know, he's very, um, proud of himself and spoke too highly. So I don't, that's a deal breaker for me too. Somebody who's like, it's one thing to be confident. I really like confidence, but I don't like arrogance and I don't like conceit. So I don't need to know, oh, that was, that's a deal breaker. There was somebody recently who's like, he must've said, I'm so, I'm very successful. I mean, he said it nonstop. And then he also said, well, my wife and I are um, going through a divorce. So I don't know if that's a deal breaker, but I'm not fully divorced yet. But, you know, we're both very successful people. We have a lot of assets. I mean, he kept saying it over and over. I'm like, yeah, I get it, dude. You're rich. I, like anybody in South Florida isn't. I'm sorry, but a majority of the guys down here are, you know, affluent. Um, so that doesn't impress me. I don't care about that. I, tell me what's going on, you know, upstairs and, you know, how, How's your heart feel? You know, I don't, right, I don't need right. your bank account. We'll get yeah. there. You know, <laughs> as long as you're not yeah. um, looking for me to support you. Um, so yeah, so those are, those are a couple other little deal breakers to throw in there. Um, there's so many that I find on social media, but the, those duck faces and I know there's others, you know, but that, that aren't standing out right now. I'm sure if I went through some, I'd say, see, no automatic, no, like I don't like long hair. It's just not for me. Um, but you know, mostly it's just. I want to make sure there's some chemistry and hopefully I like a guy who can hold a conversation. I don't like a guy who I have to carry the whole thing. And when a guy says, well, you know, um, I, well, I think that comes down to chemistry. If you've got yeah, chemistry yeah. with somebody, then the conversation is going to flow pretty smoothly. If there's no chemistry, uh, then the conversation isn't going to flow as, you know, as smoothly or they're very nervous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is possible. That's fair. How about a guy who tries too hard? Um, um, to be sweet. Okay. So I went on one quick date with somebody that I met during the coronavirus, during all this. And, you know, there was nothing open, but there was like a little bakery coffee shop. And he was a very nice guy from what I could tell, but we didn't mm -hmm. talk on the phone, which I thought I kept saying, why don't you call me? You know, cause I wanted to speak to him and hear his voice for all I know. He talks like this and that would probably not be a great match for me. Cause it would annoy me <laughs> to, right. you know, his voice was higher than mine, for example. Um, I have a low voice. I get it. But anyway, so we met and you know, he was an average guy, no, no great shakes, nothing high, low. He was just, you know, an average guy, nice guy. And I thought, well, you know, I could definitely be friends with him. I didn't feel any chemistry, but you know, as soon as I left, you know, we sat and had, I think it was coffee or something. This is at eight 30 in the night. It was raining and stuff, but he kept doing that. Like, kissy faces and good morning, gorgeous. You know, there were way too many messages. I'm like, okay, he's coming on way too strong. If I'm responding in kind, then that's one thing. But I purpose, very purposely um, would put time in between like, look, dude, you're, you know, reaching out a little too off because it was like, well, sleep well, my love. Or, and I'm thinking, my word, I just met you. <laughs> you know, don't say anything. And first of all, I don't like to be called anything like that. My love or darling, I, you know, you don't know me. That Save that for my grandmother or something. I, I don't know. It just, it, it feels very awkward and too forced, but he yeah. obviously was really looking for a relationship and I wish him well. I want him to find somebody, but I ended up having to ghost somebody and I'm adamantly opposed to ghosting, but I just don't, I, I couldn't do it anymore. And I, I got tired of, I gave him all these excuses that I'm like, yeah, he's not catching on here. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just working really late into the middle of the night and I'm exhausted and I go right to sleep. I wake up to do the same thing. I'm working twice as hard now because I'm working from home and blah, blah, blah. And he wasn't catching on. So eventually I just, I stopped because I didn't want to say, look, there's no chemistry and I should have done it. I know you say to do it. <laughs> so ladies, listen to Kate, just go out and do it. Don't drag it out to say, I wish there was chemistry. There's not. How are you about, you know, I'm totally cool with being friends because he would have been a nice friend. I knew he was kind of lonely. Everybody was during the coronavirus. We've all been cooped up. We're all lonely. So I would have enjoyed hanging out with them. I just didn't want him to see it as he could change that, you know, because it wasn't going to happen. Well, and, and that's kind of why you have to just kind of tell somebody, yeah. you're not interested. You're just, you know, it's not the right fit. 
So right. that's about it. So, right. and Hey, you know, nobody should be hurt by that. Um, no, because yeah, true. you know, my, what I like necessarily doesn't mean that, you know, you may like that person. He right. might be the perfect per- person for you. You know, I mean, right. you even, you said it last night, you know, that the, the guy that I'm dating is, is too rugged. I think he said, I can't remember exactly that you are. So, I didn't say he was too rugged. Oh no, no, no. I like the scruff and all that. I mean, I'm all good about that. I, I don't have any opinion because I haven't met him. Um, I know oh. he makes you happy. That's what matters to me is how oh, do they make you feel him? about yourself? Hmm? I, oh, I didn't know you haven't met him. No, I've never met him. Oh, oh I, know. I, I know. Well, and all the times. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to have that happen soon. Exactly. I'll, I'll have okay. to see that. I want to see the chemistry. I know it exists. That's what makes me happy for you. I mean, look, I don't know anything about him. Um, I, I've only seen that one picture, I think. Um, so, and that's where he's really scruffy because he's been out in the hunting camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm okay with that. Like I said, I don't like that you know, perfect all the time kind of vibe either. I don't need a suit and tie 24 seven or somebody who's so formal as formal as I am. I'm not that formal that I like that. You know, I like that on occasion if it's needed, but I like to know that a guy can look, you know, polished, but I definitely like a guy more chill. Yeah. So metrosexual is a deal killer for you then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do Metro. Yeah. That's not for me. It's too much. I don't do the skinny pants and all that. It's just not, it's not a preference for me. I like a guy to just be in regular good old fashioned jeans or, you know, if they have a, um, a, a golf shirt and a pair of jeans, I'm good. I don't, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I like sporty guys and I, I don't know why, but I gravitate towards golfers. And I think it's because they have a different mindset than a lot of other athletic types. And um, they're very, I don't know what it is, but I, I don't know why, but almost every guy that I've actually had a relationship with um, is a golfer. I don't know that really? there's any that aren't. Yeah. Yeah. They're all into golfing and I'm not a big golfer. Um, I mean, I don't mind it. I actually would enjoy doing it with somebody, but I mean, I'm never going to be as good at, and, and uh, they don't need me on the course with them. You know, I, I can, I can, uh, use my hybrid and that's probably my best. I mean, I, I can do a few good drives and a few good putts, but I'm not a good golfer. And I just haven't gone in a while, but we're going to do that soon. Maybe we'll meet some guys at, at um, Top Golf because we are going to hit that Top Golf some sometime soon, I hope. Yeah, but, we uh, can definitely do it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So if there's any guys listening and you want to meet us at Top Golf, I feel like you should DM us. And by the way, I'm just going to ask again in closing here, just please follow us on Instagram. And if you do want to be a guest, we are totally open. We have a couple of guests lined up um, that we're going to get another guy in um, who's actually, we have two that want to do it, <laughs> two different ones. Um, maybe we'll have them on together. That might be it. No, probably not. They're very different. Actually, one is Morty. We talked about Morty. He wants to do oh, it. Oh, I like, yeah. Can you believe like it? it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then one is the one that I I just talked to you about last night um, that I said he's rugged. He's like my type. I mean, he's not the specific person, but he's definitely more my type. So he also has agreed. So, and, but I'd love to hear from some women. So I don't know if any of you want to um, contact us through DM. Um, We, you know, we're SAS over 50, S-A-S-S-O-V-E-R-5-0. That's on Instagram, but also sassover50 at gmail.com. So send a message and let us know if you want to jump in and we'll send you a Zoom link and you can be our guest speaker. And you can share with us what you want to talk about. If anybody has any specific ideas or thoughts that they, I wish you all would cover this. So so yeah, so reach out. If you want to be a guest speaker, love to have some other women with different experiences or something maybe you're going through you're not sure how to handle. That would be so awesome. I would love to get somebody else's take, especially if it's somebody that we don't know, because then you're you're really, you know, reaching out and into um, non-biased opinions or thoughts or, you know, ideas, you know? So Kate, thank you so much for staying with me. You're welcome. That's- I enjoy it every time. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if any of you are listening, you know, reach out sassover50 at gmail.com, sassover50. Follow us on Instagram. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.